to me, my balloonyacs. Aeronaut Zack here with your friendly neighborhood content warning. That part was Spider-Man, not X-Men, but we're going with it. This is a podcast where we let the internet ask us questions, and that is always a mistake. So, we are sometimes uh, adult-themed adjacent, and we will say all of the naughty words. Now, on with the show. Hi everybody, I'm Tyler. And I'm Zach. We're Aeronauts, and we're back with more Word Balloons. It's the end of the season. We're coming right in on Westchester. Look at the wonderful, lovely sights of New Salem Township. The soccer field. No, it's not soccer field. What is it? It's the uh, the basketball court is opening up so we can land. Because, you know, we did a X-Men season, so we went to the most wonderful X-Men location. Westchester, Westchester County, yeah. New York. Look, man, it's the X-Mansion. <laughs> I don't care where else they go, and I will always be like, yeah, they live in Westchester. Editor and Stowaway Steven, is it under construction right now? Because it seems like it's either under construction or just done with its construction. I don't even know if it's standing right now, if we're being honest. Because it was in New York for a minute there for some reason, and then now they're in Krakoa. Right. I mean, they're here, obviously, because we're landing there, yes. uh, There's (laughs) at least going to be somebody here to welcome us, I would... Hope. I guess we'll find out. But we're still just sort of lowering into the... I'm hoping it's Forge. I'm hoping it's Forge. I do like Forge. We're lowering into the town. I suppose while we're doing this, Zach, there's a couple things you have to make up for this season. I have some redemptions. Who's my first? Let's just go through the list of the people that we've done, and then I'll do redemptions when we get to the right ones. All right, so we did list of people we talked about this season. Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Got that one. Psylocke. Got that one. Slam dunk that one. Here's a half redemption, Phantom X. Hey, Phantom X was created by, I think I said it was by Grant Morrison and Frank Whiteley, but it was Grant Morrison and Igor Cordy. I've never heard of this artist outside of this, so I'm not sure he's great, but I'm not sure who he is. Phantom X is based off of characters, one, Fantomas and Diablique, who are, I believe, French yes. James Bond-style comic book characters. Fuck yeah, that sounds awesome. Uh, they sound super, super, French comics are wild. Fantomas also had, like, a really famous, I think it was a translated run in Mexico, which is why it's Phantom X, because it's, that's sort of an allusion there to how how popular the character got uh, in other places as well. Fantomas was the subject of a series of early 20th century French detective thrillers and a popular Mexican comic book adaptation whose name is more directly reflected in Phantom X's own name. D.L. Beak is an Italian comic book, not French, and it's film, and there was a film adaptation called Danger, Diabolique. This makes me really want to get into more European comics with the only problem being that I am a very dumb American who only speaks English. The first place to start if you ever want to do that is 2000 AD. They're the uh, comic that does, like, Judge Dredd and a bunch of British books. And if you start, if you find out how to get your hands on British comic books, it starts getting a lot easier to get into, like, the mainland. Also, 2000 AD is fantastic. Mm. I once started reading through all of it. That's intimidating. Yeah, I think I made it, like, three years into it. Wow. Before, like... That's a lot of comic book, and I fell off. But uh, some of those stories are amazing. And some creators from that I've heard of because they've since come over to Marvel Like, everybody British did something in 2080 at some point. I kind of think Marvel editors just get a subscription to it, and they're like, all right, I like this one, hire him. Like Would not surprise me at all. Big names, Dan Abnett, Andy Lanning, Alan Grant, not the point of the 
episode we're doing, sorry. Anyways, Phantom X. His real name is Jean-Philippe Charles, and he is, which is named after the actor who played Diabolique in Danger Diabolique, who is Jean-Philippe Locke. Phantom X is a member of Weapon 13. It's revealed Weapon X, like Wolverine and stuff, is actually Weapon 10. So these are later iterations of the same kind of project. Now I'm very curious to know weapons one through nine. You know some of them. Cap was Weapon 4, I think. Captain America? Yeah. Right. Well, the, the uh, Super Soldier Project was weapon. I was about to say, because each cool. of the weapons aren't necessarily one person. It was like Weapon 4 Project, Weapon 6 Project. And not necessarily always mutes. No, it was only okay. mutes for certain ones. Yeah, that's very interesting. I want to know more about it. Hold on, I can do this. Uh, kind of like the Stepford Cuckoos are Weapon 14? Oh, I hate it. Weapon Zero is Project Rebirth, which is what led to... Uh, which was like World War One super soldiers, right? Something yes, like that. John Steele, who was a super soldier character, who's actually really cool. Weapon One is Project Rebirth that led to Captain America. Weapon Two is Animal Cyborgs, based off a comic that Grant Morrison had done called We Three that is both really adorable and really tragic at the same time. Oh, I remember. Remember that one? Yeah, it doesn't end happily. No, but it's so heartbreaking. Weapon 3 was, I think, the first ones to use mutants. I've not read the story with them. Weapon 4 was ugh, employed on various criminals that were ethnic minorities as test subjects. However, Weapon 4 is actually Project Sulphur, the project spearheaded by Ted Salas, whose research led him to become the man-thing. Okay, so it's not Yikes. actually the criminal one. It, they, like, they originally mm-hmm. said that, and then they later they retconned, retconned it. the man-thing. Thank you. Good, good choice. <sighs> yep. Uh, weapon 5 was during the Vietnam War, and the program used a Venom symbiote, basically, that they found. Oh, that's cool. That's wild. Weapon 6 is responsible for giving Luke Cage his powers. The experiment that they were doing on, you know, Oh, Luke criminals. Cage. Luke Cage. Sorry, my... <laughs> what you uh, think I said? I thought you meant Iron Fist? And it was like, that makes no sense. No, no, Luke, my, Luke, Luke Cage. Yeah, Luke Cage makes yeah. sense. My brain was thinking of Iron Fist, and it was like, those what? are completely different characters. Weapon 7 was another attempt to create the Super Soldier Project, but they just used steroids, which led to the creation of the character Nuke. Yep. <laughs> oh, Nuke. Yikes. Uh, carved an American flag into his face. Um, yeah, it's messed oh, up. Oh, I hate it! That Weapon sucks so hard! It experimented on criminals and psychopaths. Weapon 9. It was a version of Nuke in Jessica Jones that Trish got her drugs and from. Oh, yeah. wow! That. That's, okay, that's... Um, Weapon 9 was originally losing. supposed to be Deadpool, but it was later turned out that it was a project called Psyche, which led to the creation of Typhoid Mary, who is a major Daredevil villain. I didn't know that one. Weapon 10 is experimenting on mutants. Weapon 11 was Garrison Kane, who was a small-time cable background character, who was a cyborg. Mm -hmm. Weapon 12 leads to, or is a big monster thing. Weapon 13 is Phantom X. Weapon 14 is the Stepford Cuckoos. Weapon 15 is Ultimaton. Yeah, this goes up to 23 now, I'm realizing. Dang, this goes, there's gotta be a long list. It goes to 16, and then Weapon Infinity, and then Weapon Minus, and then the American Kaiju, which... Excuse me? (laughs) Yeah. They use the gamma radiation, beast 
wastes mutant growth hormone, pin particles, and the lizard formula on a single person that turns uh, Toddziller into a monster similar to Godzilla. Toddziller is his name? That is fucking awesome! I love that so much! Al Ewing's Avengers run suffered from having to go up against some really bad crossovers, but man, he did some of the best work of his career in between those. Like, oh, that is so cool. Oh yeah, Phantom X. The, his mutant powers include hypnotic illusions, enhanced reflexes and healing factor, skilled marksman, acrobat, and hand-to-hand combatant. He has a cybernetic mind, and his external nervous system manifested as a techno-organic flying ship. He's got this weird ship that he talks to and flirts with a lot. Like That's actually ship. his nervous system. His nervous system exists outside his body as a techno-organic ship. When he gets hit without his nervous system being in him, it doesn't hurt. However, something hitting his nervous system will fucking hurt. But he does have a backup nervous system in case something happens to Eva, but when he's running on his backup, he can only see in black and white. He also has an evil version, and he at one point gets split into three, where it's Phantom X and Lady Phantom X and Evil Phantom X. Well, he started out having three brains. That's right. So wait, 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 wait. Any weird thing you can think of is probably true with Phantom X. That's that, just... <laughs> that's great. I just need to clarify something. How do you fit three brains in one head? Oh, I have no idea. But that's the premise, though? Yeah. It's supposed to be just like... So... And he... And they look normal, relatively speaking, considering we're talking about mutants. Yes? <laughs> I'm, I'm looking it up real quick to see if I can. Okay, so uh, here's the thing. I'm just like, trying to. I'm just trying to. Oh, and he has nano blood. Oh, I was gonna say, which is I, how they explain most anything they don't want to actually deal with. It's the nano blood. <laughs> it makes everything smaller, so it's all good. So I'm gonna try to help explain this a little bit. Oh, good. His mother was from a, I believe, a techno-organic race that was impregnated by nanites. Yes. He was created to be essentially a super sentinel. A human sentinel. Wild. Awesome. Okay. So he, like, super sentinel, like, he's partially robot. He's, he's, a, his blood is literally nanites. Okay. Okay. I love it. He also used to have the power of misdirections, so he That's the create, hallucination like... thing. Okay, yeah. So... How does he go from being, out of curiosity, how does he go from being born to be a super sentinel, like a human sentinel uh-huh. hybrid, to French super thief? He was brought so up... So he's technically British. <laughs> okay. Because the world is housed in Britain. Okay. The world being the super lab that he grew up in, where time works differently in it so they can do, like, forced evolution. Oh, we've talked about this before. That scares me, and I love it. I don't ever want to go there, but I love that that's a thing. He adopted the French bit himself, partially because it annoys people and partially because he likes the accent. That's great. And he claimed that the world that he was raised in was an imperfect version of France. Uh, something like with flaws or something. What does that Phantom mean? X claims he was raised in a virtual France with imperfect programming. Yeah. He's developed a French sense of identity and persona, whereas his experimentation designation at the World Facility was Charlie Cluster 7. He usually goes by the name Jean-Philippe. Oh, wow. That's... So I'm he, trying to find why he left. As far as I know, he just kind of, I'm betting, was just kind of annoying. From what I've read, I, I need to actually read some Phantom X, like, deep dive now. I, I want to, too. The but, problem is I really hate the run that Phantom X originated mm. from, but I really like the character of Phantom X. Yeah. 
from what I gathered, like when he hooked up with the X Men for a little bit, claiming to be an X Men, like claiming to be a mutant rather than everything that he, yeah, what is. he actually is, he kind of dug them and dug the personality that he created way more than what he was supposed to be doing. Which <laughs> I love it. This is he honestly just sort of decides he's an X Man and no one really argues him on it later on. Like that's how he joined. Well, he's got that misdirect power. He's like, uh, I'm an X Man. Everyone's like, fine, whatever, weird thief guy. Fine. We can find a use. We've already adopted a thief. We can take a second one. Oh, we'll put you to work if you want to be part of the X-Men. <laughs> um, we got things to steal. Anything else we should cover on Phantom X? No, no. Okay. That was that was a lot of information for a half redemption. But Yeah, well, that's okay. There's nothing on the next slide. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. Let's see. You got Stepford Cuckoo's right. Yep. Your full redemption was Sway. Sway, who was from X-Men Deadly Genesis, first appearing in Deadly Genesis number three, which is the story uh, with It'll come up in this. Sway's real name is Suzanne Chan. Originally from Hong Kong, she became a naturalized citizen of the United States uh, after living 20 years in California. Uh, her and her parents were caught in a drive-by, and her parents were gunned down, but she mysteriously survives. Not knowing how. It is later revealed that she has very limited time control powers. So what looked to her like the bullets just stopped in midair, she literally stopped time around her, so the bullets stopped moving, and then she could, like, move out of the way. She can also create, like, visual flashbacks of stuff that happened at a spot that she's standing. Like, kind of rewind time. Yeah, like, kind of hold out her hand, and, like, you can see, like, oh, Marvel Girl was here, see, this happened, and then blah, 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 blah. Temporal CCT TV. Honestly, her powers sound really cool, but I they would be really hard to use in a comic book, I feel like. Without grounding them in some way or Yeah, another. like it could be it'd be really easy just to make her scary powerful. It um, sense, but yeah. She is recruited by Moira McTaggart and this kind of backup team of X-Men. Professor X, I wanna say kidnaps them, but like borrows them, gets doesn't gets everyone's consent to go save his X-Men team that are currently trapped on Krakoa. They are not fully trained yet, so he puts them through telepathic, like, boot camp. So in their minds, they go through, like, six months of training, but it happens in, like, a day. They go to Krakoa, and all of them die. And that is the last we see Sway until House of X and Powers of X, where she's been revived, and she stands in the background every once in a while. Um, That's Sway. There's Sway. I think you mentioned uh, in a previous episode that in the process of all of them dying, they do somehow rescue? They rescue Cyclops. Okay, Cyclops. And then Cyclops goes and recruits, or and with Professor X recruits the all-new X-Men team, uh, all-new, all-different, which is Nightcrawler, Storm, Colossus, uh, Wolverine, Sunfire, and Banshee, and Thunderbird. God, that team was big. <laughs> That's a big team. All right, I just wanted to clarify, because I also, it sounds real bad if she just, like, they all went there and died. I mean, that's basically what happened. It is basically what happened, but they did accomplish something. Long after Sway died. They're, like, picked off one by one by the... It had a very, like, trying-to-escape-Vietnam feel to it. You know, those kind of movies, like, we're going through the jungle and, like, are getting picked off. That sucks. Yeah, Yeah. that sounds bad. Not my story. I'm sure it's... Even the writer didn't overly care for... He's like, it just didn't work, sorry. Like... I tried. And then you got Legion right, Marrow right, Strong Guy, 
Megan, and Skullfire. I'm surprised on Megan, because Megan's just... Megan? <laughs> it's just a name. Also known as Gloriana. You see, I might not have gotten it if you had said Gloriana. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I love the name Skullfire, by the way. Who doesn't love the name Skullfire? That's the real question. If you don't love the name Skullfire, write in. Let us know. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need a reason. We just need to know you don't like it. Well, this descent is taking longer than I thought it would. Let's uh, let's turn on the balloon radio for a second. Make me thrill as only you know how. Sway me smooth. Sway me now. What is happening right now? I think the fact that you screwed up Sway made her powers temporarily change our radio. I now Ken Sarah was was a bit of a hit for for Pablo Reese back in 1953, then rewritten and re-recorded in 1954 by Dean Martin. We were just sent a playlist for our radio. I these are all hit songs from the 1950s. I think we're supposed to guess which X-Men from this season put which song on this playlist. Oh, I'm going to be so bad at this, but I'm so excited. Yes, this is going to be uh, excruciating to listen to because we're. I'm going to be bad at it, but I'm going to enjoy every moment of this. So let's... Or, uh, yeah, I'm going to give you... I'm going to give you guys songs, and you're going to guess which character... Picked that song, Picked and that they're all song. from the 50s. They're all from the 50s, and they should be decently easy to figure out because it's all based on song titles. You don't actually have to know the song. Okay. Gotcha. Sway picked Sway because she's that obvious. I don't know that she's not. <laughs> okay. Let's, let's... All right, so. Why the 50s? Because Sway was a hit in 1954. Okay. Sway is into music from the 50s. Ken Sarah was a hit in 1953. For or... some reason, her temporal powers just... Like gravity. the 50s. It gravitates there. So we'll start with uh, A Big Hunk of Love by Elvis Presley. Oh, that's strong definitely a strong guy. Write it down. I'm not going to tell you guys if you got it right or not till the end. Seven Little Girls Sitting in a Back Seat by Paul Step Evans. Cuckoos. Step for Cuckoos. I don't like it because it's twins. Oh, it's septuplets. I don't like that even more. T for Two Cha-Cha by Tommy Dorsey. T for Two Cha-Cha by Tommy Dorsey? Skullfire, maybe? Or Phantom X? Negasonic Teenage? I'm good with that. And I'll let you guys switch them. Once you have them all written down, I'll let you switch them around before you lock in your finals. Okay. Okay. Thank you. My heart has a mind of its own, Connie Francis. Phantom X. Let me be your teddy bear, Elvis Presley. Ooh. Megan. She's the shape changer. That like her her stuff is based off of her uh how people around her are perceiving her. Yes, which yes, okay. Doesn't she go by Pixie at one point? No, but she kinda looks like Oh, that's right. Pixie's a different character. Okay. Sing the Blues by Guy Mitchell. Skullfire? He is kinda bummed a lot. Remind me who Skullfire is? He's from X-Men 2099. He has a glowing fire face and can shoot energy blasts. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Oh, and he's got a big blue jacket and pants. Oh, uh, yeah, but now that makes sense to me that that song would be about him. Hearts of Stone, the Fontaine sisters. Hearts of Stone. We have Psylocke, Legion, and Marrow still. I think Marrow's Marrow? on the bone? Hearts of Stone. She does have two hearts. That's true. Um, uh, Which is fucking cool. Little Star, The Elegance. We have Psylocke or Legion? I'm gonna say Legion, I guess? And never be anyone else but you, Ricky Nelson. And that's definitely uh, Psylocke. That dude. does sound like Psylocke to me. Because going from Captain Britain to Psylocke and then back. 
And also Quanon. And Quanon. Quanon? Quanon, I think. I don't know how to pronounce this name, and I'm, I'm really very sorry. Tired. I should have looked it up. Oops. Yeah. I should have, too. But. Sorry, what was that one called again? Never Let You Be Someone Else? Never Be Anyone Else But You. Can you name the two My Heart ones? It's Heart of Stone, and what was the other first one? My Heart something? Hearts of Stone, and My Heart Has a Mind of Its Own. Okay, yeah, I still think that one's Phantom X. Yeah, uh, I think I can't argue with any of these, I feel like. Okay, so for Negas- Other than maybe Negasonic Teenage. That right. one doesn't... For Neg- We have T for two, I don't really know. Psylocke, Never Be Anyone Else But You. Phantom X, My Heart some- uh, Has a Mind of Its Own. Stepford, Seven Little Girls, something, something, something. <laughs> Legion, Little Star. I don't feel wild about that one either, but I don't have any better option. Marrow, Heart of Stone. Strong Guy, Big Hunk of Love. Megan, Let Me Be Your Teddy Bear. Skullfire, Sing the Blues. I'd say maybe swap Negasonic Teenage and Legion? T for Two and Little Star? Yes. But I don't know why. My brain is just feeling this. It's entirely a guess. Okay. All right. So let's just go. Who is... All right. So Negasonic Teenage Warhead is Sing the Blues. Negasonic. It's um, downer, yeah. downer sound. Yeah. Okay. T for Two Chacha was Psylocke. The two being Betsy and Quanon. Okay. I can see it. I, I get it now. I still think our answer is better. <laughs> right on with the Phantom X. My heart has a mind of its own. That one was right there. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's got two of them. I almost went with Poor People of Paris, but that's even more on the nose. <laughs> Paris, huh? <laughs> Who's the Frenchman? The Stepford Cuckoos was also super easy. Seven Little Girls. Seven Little Girls sitting in a backseat. Legion. That's a big backseat. Legion, I went with a little 50s. bit of dark humor. That's the... That's the never be anyone but you. Okay. Oh, yeah, with the multiples and the... Mm. He has the the disassociative identity disorder. I get it. I just didn't think of it. <laughs> hearts of stone, marrow. Yep. Two hearts. Bones, uh, bones. Big hunk of love, strong guy. Yep. I was going to be mad if you told me that one was wrong. <laughs> uh, let me be your teddy bear, Megan. That was uh, exactly what I was thinking when you said it out loud, why it's Megan. Yeah. She's the empath that can change form. Let me be your teddy bear. And wants to look after everybody. Skullfire, little star, because he dies and loses his body and ends up just being a being of pure energy that glows all the time. Uh, yeah, I, I was not going to get that one. Yeah, no. <laughs> and look at that. After that wonderful playlist, we're finally, finally at the Xavier Institute for Higher Learning. Do either of you happen to know what the school motto is? I'm a guess because I don't know, but it's my favorite school motto, and it is audio video disco. <laughs> video disco no. radio star. Um, <laughs> no, it's 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 a Latin thing that actually translates to something that's really okay. good educationally. That so I can't the school motto is probably something dumb in Latin, but I'm going to go with "Welcome to the X Men." I hope you survive the experience because they say that one a hell of a lot more. That's true. <laughs> they do say that one a hell of a lot more. Actually, before I say what it officially is, since you mentioned your favorite, I will mention. My favorite, nunc id vides, nunc ne vides. Now you see it, now you don't. <laughs> or the Unseen University. Oh, that's so good. Thank you, Terry Pratchett. Actually, uh, for the Xavier Institute for Higher Learning, their school motto is mutatis mutandis, or having changed what needs to be changed. That's appropriate. I'll give it that. It's kind of hoity-toity. It's a very Professor X move right there. Uh, editor Stowaway, Stephen, just, just wanted to clarify. Audio video disco in Latin means I hear, I see, I learn. And it is the most bitchin' fucking uh, <laughs> school motto I could think of. And someone, ha- like a high school had this and they changed it because they thought the, the video audio disc was stupid for some reason. And they just are dumb. Okay. They're wrong. <laughs> 
going to war with a random high school. We'll do it any day. So with Latin in mind, and especially bad, bad Latin that genre fiction often uses, I gave a few of the X-Men Latin names, and you guys get to figure these guys out. Ooh. Is it going to go really well or really badly, and I won't know which one? Both. So let's see what you guys remember of your Latin roots from school. None. And these aren't conjugated correctly anyway. Because I don't know that much. So, uh, how about Ignis Visio Princeps? Ignis. Is this Cyclops? Yes. Precepts, I. Okay. Princeps. Fire Vision Leader. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, okay. It's like when you take a like phrase and translate it to oh, a yeah, different language bad. and back a couple of times. Oh, it's bad. These are all bad. I love it. Uh, let's go. Brachiometalum. Brachiometalum Tempest Desoter. Desoter. Colossus. No. Close, though. I want to say Wolverine? No. Oh. Mercury? No. That, that was a long shot. What's the lady with the... with the Lady Deathstrike? No. Uh. Okay, give us the name again. Brachiometalum Tempest Desoter. So... Suter. Sutor. I have bad handwriting. <laughs> That's what it stands for, okay? Tempest Sutor. Uh, Might magic? Storm? Well, he said close with Colossus, so I could see Storm, but... Uh, I'm just gonna... Michaela's cable. Oh, uh, thank you. Metal Arm Time Jumper. Th- okay. There it is, okay. Anima Gladiolus. Animal Gladiator? No. Still gonna guess Wolverine. Anima Gladiolus. Loose. Gladiolus. Wolfsbane? No. Beast. Pixie, small soul sword. Well, yeah, I mean, she does use a soul dagger. That's... All right, these... <laughs> Oof. does not help that there's about 150 X-Men to pick from. Velosus Irahominus. Give me that one more time. Velosus Irahominus. Nightcrawler. No. Beast. That's actually really close, but no. Dark Beast. <laughs> no. Mystique. No. I was just thinking blue. See, I was trying to think of... Uh, but I, not that blue. Iceman. Angel. No, no. Wolvie. God damn it. <laughs> what does it mean? Hairy, angry man. Yeah, that's <laughs> not wrong. <laughs> none, none of this is incorrect. I'm just angry about it. And the last one. Oh, Jesus. And this is the one that is most definitely not conjugated even close to correctly. Astrayactus sanguibibitor. I just heard the word, not the word, but I just heard yak out of that. And I just heard beaver out it. of that. Okay, say it again. Astrayactus sanguibibitor. Psylocke. No. Nightcrawler. No. Jesus. Do you want the, do you want the translation? <laughs> I just like the idea. <laughs> Jesus is an X-Man. Yeah. The <laughs> translation, and this is where you guys should get it, would be star-throwing blood drinker. Star-throwing blood drinker? Is it the vampire version of Storm? Of Jubilee. Oh, it's Jubilee. Oh, Jubilee. Okay, that makes more sense. She throws little stars. There is a version where Storm becomes Bloodstorm. That's true. That's fucking (laughs) awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I love the name. Someone came up with this name and then just like Bloodstorm. And everyone was like... Yes, let's do this. Sounds great. We're there. Like, oh, should we land it? Right. That was it. Like, we just had to like go that in. Was smooth as butter. <laughs> Look, he only missed one. <laughs> exactly. They made it simple for okay. all of us. Ish. Ish. Yeah. <sighs> well, I guess we need to go like hop in some blackbirds for a bit because that's what I've been looking forward to this entire time. Because this isn't Krakoa, we can't go do all the really cool. I know where stuff. we're going next season, and you do not get to make fun of me. Anymore. We're going for a beer next season. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's well, we could great. go down to Harry's. It's just down the street. The That's X-Men true. have blown it up like six times. <laughs> have they rebuilt it six times? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Good. Should I announce where we're going next season? Should you announce where we're going next season? Like, we're going you for a beer. You announce where we're going, and I'll tell us what we're doing. Well, we're going to the Slaughtered Lamb. Or drinks, I guess. For drinks. And uh, we're going to avoid the Moors. We <laughs> always stay off the Moors. Always. We are going to change things up a little bit next season by swapping who does what thanks to our subject material. We're going to take a quick Halloween break from uh, comic books and just dive into the world of horror. Woo. Tyler will, for the most Actually, part... I've seen some of the questions already. Like, definitely. Some of them are pretty great. I'm pretty, pretty uh, excited. Tyler will be answering the who's who, and for it we will be doing... This is a frustratingly broad subject, so I do apologize in advance, but uh, kind of real-life hauntings, occultist scripteds... Sweet, super broad. <laughs> Slash monsters. You know more about this than I do, though, so... It's going to be interesting. It's going to be freaking great. Be prepared to create a lot of games. I'm down. <laughs> I guess that's it for today? Yeah. This time? I want to go hang Until out we meet room. again? Man, like, so oh my god. Why did why, uh, I'm going room. to the kitchen. <laughs> We've been in a balloon for months. And yeah. I know we're in a mansion, They and it's a school, and it's going to have fruit roll-ups, guys. He's only hungry because stowaways don't get eating rights on the balloon. Well, that's why I'm going to the kitchen. Whatever, we got danger room shit to go do. <laughs> I'm going to hopefully run into Forge while I'm here. Yeah, about that. Mm, this is one of those times where Forge is dead. Oh, damn Everyone, evil. Or evil. Or dead and evil. Mm, sorry, we didn't tell you that until we got here. Okay, well, I'm still going to the kitchen. Just wait like five minutes before coming back all the time around here. <laughs> okay, yeah. It seems... Although, if I might die in the next five minutes. And you're, you're, in the you're, you're actually, you might not come back. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to go do Danger Room shit. Then we're going to go grab a beer at the Slaughtered Lamb after a heck of a journey across the pond. I guess it's not that bad. Maybe through hell? I don't know. Like, do we have to go through hell to get to the Slaughtered Lamb? Whatever. We'll calibrate we'll that balloon out. next season. Before we go, we'd like to remind you to hit subscribe and check out all of our sister shows over at earvrm.com. That is E-A-R-V-V-Y-R-M.com. Other ways to get in touch with and follow us will be in the show notes. And as always, we'd like to give a special thanks to our editor, Stephen Gady, and to Ian Ford for our theme song tracks. Until next time, I'm Tyler. I'm Zach. Up, up, and away.